Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today we are going to be talking about how I hate seeing boys naked, how I bumped into my ex at a club and how I majorly underdressed at a red carpet event. So yeah, let's get into it. Okay, before we get into today's podcast, I just want to address the elephant in the room. And you know what? It might not be an elephant for you, but it, it it's a big elephant for me. I'm dressed like a grandma right now. I don't know if you can see. If you're if you're watching me on the app, you can probably see I'm literally dressed like I don't know. I don't know if I either look like a grandma or a two-year-old toddler. Or, like there's something really throwing me like me off. But basically the context of why I'm dressed like this is because after this podcast, I'm going to like an event. And the event was a drawing class. And I am terrible at drawing. Like I cannot draw for shit. Like in school, I never produce a piece of artwork because I literally physically can't like I'm I'm just you you put something a pencil in my hand and I cut it I mean sometimes I'm really good at drawing sheep like a cartoon sheep if anyone needs a cartoon sheep drawn like come to me I'm pretty good at it that's the only thing I would have doodled the whole time in school but anything else I cannot do like I I have no concept of how to draw something but I got invited to this event where like it was a drawing class and I was like you know what maybe this is like a nice event to go to it's like with a brand I love and I was like this is good like I could maybe get some sort of drawing skills and then, like, I was, you know, putting on my little cute outfit. Like, th- this is kind of giving a drawing class. Or, like, th- this is what you wear to a drawing class. A little grandma sweater. Um, and then I was checking the invite, you know, double-checking the address, the times and stuff. And I realised it said life drawing. And I was like, I've heard that saying somewhere before. Like, I, I, I've definitely heard that. But I don't really know what it means. Like, what the fuck is a life drawing? It's a nude drawing. So I'm a little bit nervous now. I mean, I'm dressed very wholesome. I mean, being in the nude is a wholesome thing. And I guess, like, nudity is beautiful and all that shit. But, like, no, it's fucking not. I'm sorry. Each to their own, obviously. And I love being in the nude. So I'm not bashing nudity at all. And respect to people who, you know be in the nude good for you um but I don't like seeing other people in the nude like even if it's someone like I really fancy the thought of them standing naked beside me like okay say I fancied a boy like imagining them naked makes me feel just like horrible like make, I don't like it at all like top this yeah like I, I happily see that but like a boy's butt I don't want to see it I know I'm thinking like is this event tonight am I gonna be drawing a naked man because I'm just like not on that shit right now like I'm like kind of like my in my hating man era and like I do not want to be drawing a fucking f- a, a willy I don't want to be drawing a willy like I don't want to see a willy I think willies are the most disgusting things in the world <laughs> don't know why we're getting into this but I don't like them I think they look horrible so like I don't want to be drawing one I'm gonna be sat there in my little fucking wholesome cardigan drawing willies tonight so if that's if you wanted to know what I'm doing after the podcast that's what I'm doing after the podcast Speaking of events, I actually had like a like not a nightmare. It really wasn't that bad. But I had like I have a story to tell. Last week I went to this event. Um, it was with a brand that I do work with, and I didn't really know much about it. Right, my manager had just like said, "Go to this place at this time, like you, whatever. You're gonna get ready with everyone, and then you're gonna go to this event. It's just like product launch event." And I've been to, a, to plenty of product launch events. You know, they're pretty quite civilized. It's it's just basically to see the new product and then go for dinner or something have a little champagne or whatever and I wasn't doing that well that day I mean I'll get more into it I mean no one really gives a fuck but like obviously yeah broke up with my boyfriend still not doing amazingly about it but uh I'd spent the whole day in bed it, my car was picking me up at like 5 30 or something and I crawled out of bed at 5 p.m spent spent a lot spent a lot of days in bed this week 
not gonna lie. Uh, anyway, crawled out of bed at five. Was kind of like, oh, I don't want to. Well, not that I didn't want to go. Obviously, like I was gonna go, but you know, when you just feel a bit, a little bit shit. I was going on my own. Like I didn't really know anyone else going. None of my friends told me they were going. So I was going on my own and I, which usually I'm actually like okay with, like I've gotten a lot better. I don't know, I'm good at like making friends. I feel like I've made, I've made friends at these kind of events before, but um, I wasn't in, I just wasn't in like the talkative mood, you know, I was just feeling a little delicate. I was like trying to like piece together an outfit quite quickly and I didn't really know what to wear, but I just thought like I, w- I wanted to be cool, but like I, w- I wanted the outfit to look cool, but also like be a bit fancy. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wear these bloomers that I got. And I feel like bloomers are really like quite trending. I think they're quite cool. I've been influenced by the trend. I like how they look. I put on these bloomers with a pair of tights and some cowboy boots. You know, quite like it's it's fun. It's a fun little outfit. And I wore like just like a like a shirt with it. Um, and this would have been fine, but I showed up to the event with no makeup on either. Like I was just gonna do my makeup there. I I, I brought like minimal makeup like I'd brought like concealer and bronzer and like my eyebrow stuff um because again I didn't think that this was going to be anything crazy there's I walk into this place and all the girls are wearing like ball gowns literal ball gowns it looked like we were all getting ready for prom and I was sat there like I I was I was shocked when I first walked in I was like what the fuck is going on like these girls are beautiful like high heels stilettos like floor length dresses feathers gems everything like, they looked amazing, and I was sat there in my fucking bloomers, like, and cowboy boots. Come on, Livia. Anyway, I sit down, and I'm like, ah, like, you all look so nice. Like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, it's a red carpet event. And I was like, okay, slow. Red carpet in my bloomers. And, like, okay, I'm laughing about it now, but, like, at the time, like, there was tears welling in my eyes. Like, I was about to fucking break down, coming out in full body rash. Like, you know when, like you feel a little bit anxious about something and then something just happens and like you're about to tip over the air like that was happening but I was also at an event so I couldn't be getting on like that so I just had to like suck it up and like to be fair like some of the girls were like oh you can like I brought an extra dress you can borrow and I was like it's just too late now girls I've got my fucking bloomers and cowboy boots on like I can't wear a prom dress with cowboy boots right now like that will look even worse and I was just feeling so fucking horrible about it. Like, the event was so fancy. It was so big. There was, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there. There were fancy waiters, um, like, dressing, like, what's that called? Tuxedos, handing out fancy cocktails. Like, it was a fancy event. Everyone looked incredible. Except me. I was wearing bloomers. I was I was wearing, what, what the fuck are bloomers? Mad. Like, I don't, I'm saying bloomers as if everyone's going to know what a bloomer is. No one knows what a bloomer is. They're these, like, baggy little shorts that... I was I was wearing shorts and tights. I was bringing it back to 2015. I was wearing shorts and tights. It was an it was really an experience. But like to be fair, it actually was made a lot less bad because a lot of the like girls there were really really lovely and they really took me under their wing. So thank you to anyone listening that took me under their wing because I was feeling like I was about to fucking break down that night. But pulled it together, had a few drinks. I've been having quite a few drinks recently. I did go through the whole sober era, but I told you I'm guys I'm struggling to do that now that I'm single because like who do I sit in and be sober with like I'm not gonna do it on my own that well it's not depressing and I would actually love to and I'm definitely gonna go on a sober journey again soon but like the only way I can like really like have the confidence to like meet new people and go out and meet new people which is kind of what you have to do when you're single is if you've had a couple of drinks and um, on Saturday I had a lot of drinks let me tell you about my Saturday night I went to the box no the box is a club in London and if you haven't heard about it, some creepy shit goes on there it's kind of like a would you say like a cabaret like there's like a show like there's a stage in the club and there's like shows during the night and these shows are like known to be quite crazy like there will just be people like 
shooting ping pong balls out their buttholes and like shitting on stage like there's a there's a lot of stuff that goes on there I have seen some wild things in my time um but I go to the box with my friends I actually am having a lot of fun you know there's naked people everywhere it's it's we're just having fun I wasn't naked but there was naked people everywhere um anyway having fun my friends get like getting getting drunk at this point you know I'm having fun meeting new people turn turn to my left there's a naked person beside me and who's the other person beside me my ex so that was a lot like how are we gonna end up at the same club like I I haven't gone clubbing in so fucking long how are we gonna end up at the same club at the exact same time he just stood there and I was like oh hiya this isn't amazing for my moving on right now like this is not ideal speaking of moving on let's talk about it the breakup how are we doing not amazing okay (laughs) I'm trying I'm really trying to distract myself I think that's like the main thing is like I need to distract myself and when I'm with my friends I'm completely fine but it's just those in-between times that can be quite uh, quite depressing and I do spend a lot of it in bed now and I think then it's a vicious cycle because then like I spend too much time in bed I'm too comfortable to get out and then I feel really shit because I'm not productive and then I start thinking about my ex and all this kind of thing Okay, I, I, I'm, like, I'm exposing myself in these podcasts recently. And, like, I actually I posted a story today about my like, last week's podcast to be, like, listen to it. And, like, the title of it was, like, I rang my ex 50 times when he was on holiday with his new girlfriend. And, like, this, I'm, I'm caught blocking myself, essentially. Like, any boy that would ever be interested in me and follows me is going to see this story and be, like, this girl's a fucking freak. And, like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm not even going to try hide anymore. Like, I can't be really, like, I can be a little bit stalkerish. And so... As I was saying, I was obsessed with my boyfriend. Like, we spent every single day together. Like I had, I was hyper fixated on him for about a year. I get, I think I, I'm quite like that. Like I like to hyper fixate on things. Like I eat the same breakfast every single morning. If it's not made the right way, then I'll freak out. Like I hyper fixated on my boyfriend every day. If I couldn't see him every single day, like I would literally freak out. Not good. Definitely something that I need to work on, and I'm gonna work on it because I'm not having a boyfriend again for a very long time. However. I've now turned this obsession with my ex. Like, okay, so when we were going out, we were kind of like rocky for a while. I talked about my podcast. Like, you know, there was like ups and downs a lot. And I would obsessively check everyone that liked his Instagram. Like, I I used to think these kind of girls were crazy. And I turned crazy. I'm not crazy anymore, okay? I'm fine. If there's any boys listening to this and you're sexy, don't listen to this next bit. But I'm not crazy anymore. <laughs> but I used to like always check his likes and like check who he was following and who followed him. Like, what a fucking weirdo. Like, I can't believe I I did that. Like, and I know there's girls listening to this being like, yeah, I still do that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not judging you because I, I was that person um, last week, pretty much. But now, like, I can't, I blocked him on everything, so I can't do that anymore. So what's my obsession turned into? Stalking his new girlfriend. How do I, how do I stop doing that? Like, I can't believe I'm coming out and saying this. And like, I know she'll never listen to this, so I don't really care. Um, But it's like, my problem with this whole situation, the fact that he's like gotten you girl or whatever like obviously go for go for it like I've I've started talking to people as well you know just it's good to distract yourself you're not going to sit and be miserable and like be alone forever so I think I completely get why he's done it but my problem is a good way to move on and like a lot what a lot of people have been like by the way people that have been messaging me after listening to this podcast can I just say thank you so much because you're the best people in the world and like I read your messages and I just feel like such a girl boss but a lot of people say like his loss and I'm like okay let's unpack that why is it his loss? Okay, first of all, I get that he's lost a great, like a, a gem, okay? I'll hype myself up. I'm I'm a good girlfriend, I think. Like, 
we had a fun time together. I'd say I oh how do I even I can't even hype myself up I feel all that shit about myself like it's really hard to like hype myself up right now but like you know I'm a good one okay so like yeah his loss but I wish I could be like his loss like he's never gonna find anyone like me but he's found a better version of me and it's hard to like it's hard to sit here and be like no like she's kind of ugly like she's not guys she's fucking gorgeous and she's way more successful and like she's got boobs and a butt and it's like come on, give me a fucking break. Like, why couldn't you just have, like, gotten, like, a worser version of me? Like, why do you have to get a better version of me? Because now I can't even say he's lost because he's not lost. He's not losing. He's, like, kind of winning right now. And it's really annoying me and it's making this whole process even harder and I've just fallen into a bit of a pit of self-hatred and stalking his new fucking girlfriend. Like, why have I done that? Like, because I can't stalk him. No, so I'm like, mm, who am I going to stalk his new girlfriend? It's terrible. It's so bad. Maybe I should block her. I don't want to block her. I need to stop blocking people. Like, I'm not using the blocking button anymore. I think it's too dramatic. But also, it's kind of like a really healthy healthy button for you to use. Like, I do. I love that I can't monitor her social media because I would fucking be monitoring it if I could. But yeah, that's how it's going so far. It's like, yeah, it's not going amazing. I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, as I said, I'm like trying to distract myself. I've been talking to some boys and like, I downloaded a dating app. I downloaded a fucking rave. You don't know what rave is. It's like the the weirdest dating app in the world you kind of have to be like I guess like a creative to get on it but you will see so many celebrities on it and like they get like so you have to get like referred to it and accepted I don't know it's really really complicated I've been like I've been I've been using it quite a lot and I think it is just for the attention like I just miss the attention of like having a boy to speak to like and I don't know I mean I could just text my fucking friends I don't know why I wouldn't just text my friends but yeah I've been like texting boys and I just get like I get so frustrated because I'm like what what are we doing here like I'll like match with someone and we'll like have a conversation and like it's the most like surface level like oh so like whereabouts do you live oh yeah like what do you do and there's like hmm okay and then we just end the conversation because it's like what what are we talking like i don't want to go on a first date with you like i it's really hard like when you get that comfortable with someone with a like well with a partner to then like go back to square one with someone and like have to like do that whole like uncomfortable like going on dates and like like getting to know someone like that i just don't want like the next time i start seeing a boy i can't fucking fart in front of them like that's gonna be really hard for me because I got to such a good point with my ex I could just fart whenever the fuck I wanted to and he wouldn't care I mean maybe he did care but like he never like voiced it to me that he cared like I was grotesque around him and like the next time I see like when I start start seeing boys as well I always do this thing where I, I wear bras and like I am not why the fuck am I wearing a bra like I'm literally inverted like I have actually lost like any boob that I had in the past like three months like I used to have you know maybe like an A cup no it's like there's there's not a cup it's inverted my boobs so I like what what could I possibly be wearing a bra it's not for support it's not for like visual looks I don't like how I look with a bra on so like I don't know why but I have this like I don't know I have this thing in my head where I have to start wearing a bra because also it's like like what if I have a boy so I had like a boy around (laughs) and I'm like what if I had a boy around and like you know one thing led to another and things started happening and like the top came off not that it would mum and dad if you're listening to this like I would never fucking do that I'm a lady but what if it did and then it's just like tits out like I that's why I feel like I need to wear a bra just because like I'm I'm really self-conscious as well and like this is the other thing I got so fucking confident around my ex being with like just like having my tits out because 
I like it's something I'm really self-conscious of. Like I literally am completely flat-chested, and like sometimes I'm like, oh, slay! Like you look like a supermodel, and then other times I'm like, I'm disgusting. Why would a boy ever look at me? And when I first start speaking to boys, it's very much the latter. Like I'm very much like this boy like thinks I'm grotesque, so like I'm not ever letting him see me without a bra on. But then like I get to the point, I got to the point with my ex where I was just so com- like so comfortable within myself. And now I just feel like he was lying to me because now I, you know what. What do we feel about an ex getting with someone who is like not your type at all after you guys break up? Because to me, it like really hurts because I feel like he was just like lying and like he wasn't attracted to me the whole time. And I know that's like, like that doesn't actually make really any sense. And no, it does. I wish he would, could just get with someone that looked exactly like me. And then I could be like, okay. Like that's like that's fair enough. Like he actually did find me attractive the whole time, but now he's gotten with someone that like doesn't look anything like me. Like polar opposite. Like she's got. Oh guys, I need to stop obsessing over this poor girl. Like fuck off. I'm not even thinking about about it anymore. But yeah, it does make me feel a bit shit, and it makes me like I I just been like questioning. I've been overthinking things. I've been like thinking that everything was a lie. Um. So there's that. Doing amazingly clearly. Um. I've got a really exciting week though so and I've been very busy the past two days I kind of like haven't really been thinking about it I mean I was on the train the other day and I was like this is a terrible place for me to be right now the train staring out the window for three hours is the most like single-handedly like the the part where I'm gonna like cry that's that's where I'm gonna cry I haven't been crying a lot recently but like that I shed a tear I put on an Olivia Rodrigo song and I shed a tear on the train and I'm proud of it I'll scream from the rooftop I'm not proud of it But yeah, I have quite an exciting week coming up, so I feel like I'll be very distracted. I'm going to the Brits, which is so exciting. Um, I only found out a couple of days ago that I'm going, so I still don't know what I'm wearing yet. So like, basically, when I get invited to these things, I have this stylist who like would like help style me for like you know big events if there's ever like a red carpet and stuff. Except for the event that I was at the other day when I didn't know there was gonna be a red carpet and I was wearing fucking bloomers and cowboy boots. Um, but usually she like styles me for like red carpets just because clearly I can't fucking put clothes on my body and look put together so she's like she reaches out to brands that I like or you know that she thinks I would look good in or that she wants me to maybe have like a connection with she'll reach out to them and say oh Olivia's going to the Brits would you like to dress her and then they'll send over like a few options to her office and then I go in which is tomorrow I go into her office and I put on all the different like dresses and then we like have a dress obsession we decide which one to go with um so I actually don't know what I'm wearing yet but I'm very very excited and I will keep you updated well next podcast I'll tell you how the Brits went because I will have already went by then but yeah I think that should be really fun and like I've got you know a couple parties but Valentine's Day is coming up it's fast approaching Valentine's Day and oh I was meant to go like I was meant to go on a trip with my ex on Valentine's Day to this really really nice hotel that we like went to at the start of our relationship and we had like massages booked and dinner but fuck off it would have been shit anyway Valentine's Day is a gimmick and it's just for consumerism purposes it's just normal day 14th of February is a normal day not even worried about it but yeah I'm gonna be spending Valentine's Day with my friends because actually I feel like a lot of people are breaking up with their partners recently something in the air you know maybe it's like a start of the year thing but I feel like a lot of people are becoming single recently and I can't say that I'm not pleased 
Does that make sense? Like, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite pleased. That, like, a lot of my friends. Obviously, I'm so sad for my friends and that the relationships didn't work out, and I wish that they did. However, I am pleased that we're all going through this together, and that I actually have someone to spend Valentine's Day with. Because I think I would literally fall into a deep pit of depression if my friends all had boyfriends and I was just sat at home on Valentine's Day. I think I'd just do something stupid. I would definitely call my ex. I try to meet up with him. I wouldn't care if he was on a date with his new girlfriend. I'd just fucking tag along. Another thing that I have written down in my little list of things I want to talk about is at the event that I went to where I was dressed in bloomers and a few girls like took me under their wing. I was chatting away to them all night. One of them said something really interesting. She had just broken up with her boyfriend too. See? And she was saying like how she thinks a man should be able to provide for her. And if they can't, then like why is she like doing charity work? Like she's not going to provide for him. And like I got in like this such like a like a discussion about it because like I've never like I've never thought about like a, a person's like financial status when I start speaking to them or start going out with them. I've never like I don't care about it at all. Like I don't care if I make more money than the boy I'm seeing. Like that like I've literally I don't know, it's just never even even been like something that crosses my mind. But she was saying that she's like, Why am I gonna be like why am I gonna be paying for all these things? Why I shouldn't be paying for the dinner? Like I want him to, you know, treat me and I want him to buy me gifts and I all this kind of stuff. And I was like, that's it. like I mean a lot of girls are like that. And I do think that's like a very like girl boss attitude like like if I'm gonna be going out with someone like they should be buying me all these gifts and like they should be bringing me for dinners and paying for holidays and stuff I'm like I don't know I feel like in this day and age like that doesn't really happen and like I don't know you know what I wouldn't I couldn't have that happen it was just like a thought that I had like when she was like because she was very like into it she was like the boy should be making more money than me and I'm like I kind of like being the breadwinner of the relationship. <laughs> like, I think I'd feel really uncomfortable if someone kept... Like, I, gifts to me, or, like, ov- like obviously, it's it's nice to receive gifts, but, like, I would just feel bad after a while. I think I'm just not used to receiving, like, loads of gifts. I feel like my love language... Now I think about it, like, my love language is pasta. Someone making me pasta. Because I was, like, trying to really think, like, what I... Like, how I... How someone shows their affection to me and I like it. Well, first of all, stroking my hair and pasta. Like my sister came over to visit me and she spent like the full weekend in London and I spent the entire day of it in bed. Just like being like, I don't want to leave bed. Like go away. She'd be like, yoga? And I'd be like, fuck off, Emma. Like I'm not going to yoga right now. (laughs) And like, bless her. She cooked me like so much pasta the whole weekend she was here. And I just like, like it is the way to my heart. And like, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like that is not a love language. But like, if someone cooks me pasta, like, you don't understand how much that means to me. It Like, she she cooked me, I, I think, about five dishes of different pastas. And I loved it. And it just, like, made my mood. It was the one thing that, like, made me fucking smile that whole weekend. That's always depressing. But, like, I just love pasta. Um, so, like, I don't really care about, like, all these gifts. And, like, some, like, a boy buying me, like, loads of holidays and stuff. Like, just, just in case any, anyone's listening, any, like, possible boyfriends that are listening to this, I don't need gifts. I literally just want pasta. Like, that's how fucking low the bar is right now. (laughs) Speaking of things that, like, make me smile, obviously, like, going through a breakup, I have become a lot more appreciative of my friends and stuff. I've talked about it before. Like, my friends have been, like, my rock throughout this whole thing. Like, they have literally cheered me up so much. I've kind of, like, realised that when I'm in relationships, I think sometimes I actually do neglect, like, my friendships a bit, like, not completely neglect them, like, of course, I still see my friends and stuff, but, like, I don't prioritise them, and 
at the end of the day, like when a boy leaves and you break up with your boyfriend, like who's going to be there? Your friends. So you really should put prioritize them more in relationships. I think it's just easy to get carried away in relationships. Oh, definitely for me, because as I said, like I think I have like a bit of a intense like problem not an intense problem I mean like I'm, I have an intensity problem like I just want to spend all like I hyperfix it on a boy I don't like that I do that so I'm gonna stop doing that and I'm gonna start spending a lot more time with my friends like creating more boundaries um but yeah like they've just been amazing and like facetiming me all day every day and I've kind of like more realized the importance of friendship again and it's just been, like they've been making me really happy and my sister like the fact that she came to London and like cooked me all that food and stuff like that was something that like really helped me get out of my little funk um, but I wanted to ask you guys, like, what kind of makes you smile? Um, what kind of things make you happy? Get you out of a funk? So I don't see what you guys are saying. Someone said of FaceTiming my mum when I'm at uni. This is such, like, a, a hit and miss one for me. Like, sometimes all I want to do, like, I, I go through phases, like, I just want to FaceTime my mum, I FaceTime my dad, I FaceTime my sister, I FaceTime, like, everyone. And I just want to, like, update them. And I think I do it when I'm happy about things and, like, things are going well because then I actually, like enjoy speaking about like what I'm doing and I enjoy like giving them updates and like I want them to see me happy but recently I've been really really bad I've been like ignoring all my parents phone calls and like I just don't want to speak to any of my family and I think it's because I know that I'm like not doing amazingly and I don't want them to see me like that but also it's like they ask me like they ask me how I'm doing and so like something that like I really hate and it's like completely it's it's like it's a completely fair enough thing for people to do but like if I tell so for example if my mum facetimes me and she's like oh like you don't look okay like are you okay and I'm like no like I'm so upset about my ex whatever I'm crying I want to die like all this kind of stuff to my mum and she'll be like Olivia like he's not worth it like it's his loss like you're such a girl boss like you know she's trying to hype me up she's trying to tell me like it's just a stupid relationship like you'll you'll like you'll be forget about him in two weeks I'm like that doesn't help. I for me, like when people do that kind of stuff, it doesn't help. Or like you know, like if if I say to my friend, like oh, like I'm so I'm so like close to calling my ex or whatever, and they're like Olivia, like no, I hate him. Like you're so much better than him. Do you know what I mean? Like they try like talk down on my ex. Like it really fucking pisses me off because I'm like that's not what I want to hear right now. Like I know, like I hate him enough for both of us, but like. I don't, I just need you to sit, like, I, I don't like when people, well, this is just the stupidest thing ever, because obviously they're just trying to help, and they're just trying to give me advice, but sometimes, like, like, when someone tries to give me advice when I'm upset about something, my mind just switches off, I'm like, I don't want to hear it, like, I just want to be sad, just let me be sad, and just, like, pat my back, and be like, yeah, you're so, everything you're saying is so right and so valid, maybe, like, that's what a therapist would do, so maybe I should look into getting a therapist, because, and I, well, speaking of therapists, I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was like, um, it pisses me off knowing that like my ex is probably seeing a therapist right now who's completely on his side and like says that I'm the problem and I was like literally like that makes me fucking fuming like that makes me so angry to think that his therapist is sat there being like yeah like Olivia was the problem like oh it makes like why does that make me so irrationally angry like I really shouldn't I should just be happy for him but like I'm not happy for him (laughs) I am the worst like I'm so immature and honestly this is like my first proper breakup so just let me go through it guys just pat my back and tell me I'm right in everything I say <laughs> um but yeah like I haven't been faced like my mum much because like she'll just like she'll try give me advice and like I won't want to take it or hear it and then 
she'll ask me if I'm okay and I'll just completely break down into tears because like when if your mum asks you if you're okay and you're not okay it's just really sends you sideways doesn't it someone said the fact that it's still a tiny bit bright at 6 p.m I cannot tell you how much joy the weather has brought me recently and you know the weather shit it's still freezing it's like minus three degrees like it's really really cold I mean I don't know I don't know why I was so specific there because I don't think it is minus three degrees I should have just said it's very it's very cold but it is very cold right but the sun is coming out and it's still bright and like it's bright in the morning the sun shines through my curtains in the morning and like guys I can't tell you that it makes me fucking horny like I'm so happy about it I think because when I first broke up with my boyfriend it was kind of like was it like mid-January so it was very dark and it was very gloomy and very gray and it was very easy to spend the whole day in bed and like the idea of summer felt so far away but like it, I feel like summer is getting very very close and I'm just like making all these plans for summer I'm gonna get my garden done up and I'm gonna have these garden parties and I'm gonna have a St Paddy's Day party and everyone's gonna have to come because I'm the only Irish person I'm the only Irish person in London no but like I'm the only Irish person in my friend group so like everyone's gonna have to come to my party and I'm gonna have so much fun and wear like Irish themed things and like I always think like hey so right right now it's February once it hits St Paddy's Day it's basically summer it's not it's March but it's basically summer because it's always sunny on St Paddy's Day that's a lie it's always raining on St Paddy's Day I'm just contradicting myself constantly here but like I just feel like St Paddy's Day is a great marker for me that like things are really like things are things are getting things are getting better it's about to be summer I feel sorry for the English people who like don't have St Paddy's Day as their marker that like it's about to be summer I don't know what you guys have St Paddy's Day is the best thing ever I'm honestly thinking of going back to Ireland for it because I just feel like sometimes the people here don't really reciprocate my energy um I went on like a pub crawl last year and it was so fun and I went around London and there are a lot of Irish pubs in London and like obviously there are a lot of Irish people so like you still will have Irish people around you but like you just can't quite beat Ireland can you? I was actually thinking of going to Dublin but I'm not very well versed in Dublin just in general like I don't I don't really know anything about it I've only ever been a couple times like when I was a lot younger and you'd think I would go more considering it's literally two hours from my family home but I've just never really been to Dublin so any Dublin recommendations let me know or if I you think I should go like is St Paddy's Day good in Dublin or should I just stay where I am? Um, send them my way send them on instagram someone said something that makes me smile is looking at myself in the mirror honestly i aspire to be like that because i i think if i was at a point where i could look at myself in the mirror and be like ah look amazing i would just be just generally so much happier and i know that i will get to that someday and i do have those times sometimes don't get me wrong like if you go on my tiktok like there are times i'm feeling myself you know like i'm I'm eye-fucking myself in the camera, pretty much. Um, So, like, I do have times I feel good, but those times are only when I'm, like, about to go out, like, full face and makeup. Like, at the minute, like, that's the only time I'm really looking at myself being like, yeah, okay. Like, I pulled that one out of the bag, and even at that, I'm still picking things apart. Like, I haven't really been, like, feeling amazing in myself recently, and obviously that's, like, bound to happen when you feel a bit down, like, you don't feel amazing in yourself. Um, But I would love to get to that point. Like, I would love to just... I don't know my friend Tilly is honestly like an inspiration to me she just like looks at herself in the mirror like dances in the mirror and just like seems to be having the best time ever and I was like I want I want to feel that way about myself like I want to just be in love with myself like I think that would just be the most healthy relationship I could ever have and like I think that's like something I'm really gonna work on is like post breakup is just like loving myself and like not relying on someone else to love me for me do you know what I mean like I kind of I feel like I base my view on myself on if someone else loves me. Like, the fact that my boyfriend, like, my boyfriend, oh, God, my ex-boyfriend, like, didn't 
like obviously like well, obviously we're broken up like I don't know if he loves me um but like he's kind of moved on and stuff I'm like well I'm pathetic then like I'm sh- I'm I'm gross like he doesn't like you know what I mean like I really depended on him annoyed that I don't have him loving me and like hyping me up every day I'm like oh I can't look in the mirror and I really don't want I don't like I don't want to be like that like I, I hate I like I hate the kind of girl I am like I'm 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 very self-aware and I'm telling you that it's going to change and that's what these next few months are gonna be I'm gonna have a hot girl summer I'm working on myself I'm gonna like m- fix my my body image I'm gonna fix that because I have very bad body dysmorphia like I just I don't know like every single day I look in the mirror and I see something different and I don't like that. So I'm going to work on that. And I'm going to just, I don't know. I, I went to like Pilates the other day with my friend. And like we just like had such a nice morning. Went to Pilates. We went and got our green juices. And I just had so much fun. And I felt really good about myself. Like I, I really enjoy like doing like exercise classes and stuff. Like that is something that makes me really happy. And like makes me like feel good about myself. Because you know, like I'm like, I'm getting muscles. Like I wake up the next morning and I actually had like sore like like shoulders like from doing pilates like shoulder muscles and i was like okay like i have not worked a muscle in a long time because i always just do the fucking 12 3 30 thing and like doesn't really work any muscles um so like yeah i feel like i'm definitely on a journey of self-love because i want looking in the mirror to make me smile someone said post when you post on youtube I have really been slacking. I really have. I I think when I, in my last relationship, I was super like unproductive because all I wanted, like I I was with my boyfriend like constantly 24 seven. So like I wasn't gonna whip up my vlog camera. Like he wasn't in any of my videos. So like I I didn't wanna like take out my vlog camera and start vlogging. I wasn't really motivated to make any YouTube videos because I was always doing something anyway with my boyfriends. I was having too much fun. Like I just like kind of forgot about YouTube and like forgot why I fell in love with it in the first place. And I feel like when I first started YouTube, I was like 17, had never really, I had never had a boyfriend. I was so bored. I hated school and I would just sit in my bedroom and like make YouTube videos and it was something to do and I really enjoyed it and it felt like I was like actually talking to someone and like I just had so much fun doing it and like, yeah, I feel like it just like gave me like a purpose at the time because I didn't really have much else going on when I, when I was 17 um but yeah like I think I kind of just like let everything get in the way of that and I kind of forgot why I liked it and I kind of felt like when I made YouTube videos it was like such like an effort and like a chore and it was like turning into like a like a proper job which is like obviously like so fucking lucky like I don't know I, I hate myself so much like you're so fucking privileged to say that like you started making YouTube videos and you started making money from it and that it became a job like how is that a job like shut up just fucking make a YouTube video but anyway I really really got in my own head about it and I just stopped making YouTube videos just kind of fell out of love with it and and I felt like I was too busy but I wasn't too busy I just wasn't prioritizing YouTube at all but like the past couple of days like I've been like you know I, I don't want to make a YouTube video right now because I when I make YouTube videos like in bad places um I hate, I hate like editing them back and I won't edit them back like I made a YouTube video at the start of the year like very very start of the year um where I kind of threw a dinner party and I was like I, I actually was really excited to throw the dinner party and when I'm really excited about things like I like making YouTube video YouTube videos about them oh my god how many times have I said YouTube videos anyway I really like recording it and like documenting the process when I'm excited about something so I like vlogged the whole thing and then that night like disaster struck not getting into it but like it was a it was like one of like like, I have trauma after it like it was the worst night ever and um because of that I never wanted to look at the footage again 
So I currently had like, I, it was such a good YouTube video as well. Like it was hilarious, but I can't look at it. Like I've got it in my head that I can't look at it. Um, and since then, like I haven't felt like I've wanted to pick up the camera. I mean, I've been pretty darn as well. Like what am I gonna video? Like me sitting in bed, like crying, listening to Scissor. No. I kind of hate that as well. Cause like I, I do want, like, I like showing like, vulnerable sides to myself and like I'm not just gonna pretend everything's good but like I also I do that on this like I I say on my podcast every time I feel shit and I'm very vulnerable in this so like I feel like I don't need to do that on YouTube as well like I'd rather keep YouTube for like documenting things that make me excited um however like I I do have exciting things coming up like I'm going to the Brits on Saturday so maybe like I should I should video that but then also like sometimes I get really in my head again like I'm just constantly getting in my head I've also been like reading like a lot of fucking shit about myself recently it's kind of like self-destructive mode like it is self-sabotage like when I feel shit about myself I'm like let me just give myself a reason to feel shit about myself and then I'll read like hate comments about myself I'll like I'll go searching for them it's a terrible habit anyway I sometimes feel like people people like want to see me just like in in my house like just doing like I don't know just like chilling about in my house and they don't maybe like so much whenever I document like the Brits for example because it's not very relatable like it's not relatable going to the Brits I completely get that it's very, very exciting for me, but I think the whole reason that I ever, like, got any, like, attention in the first place was because I was relatable, was so people told me. Like, I was just, you know, in school, I was 17, and then obviously I think I became more and more and more unrelatable. Like, I literally, like, who moves to London when they're 18 and, like, I don't know, I moved out, like, I, I didn't go to uni, so I wasn't relatable, and, like, I fucking, sometimes it gets so in my own head, I'm like, uh, if you still went to, like, if you went to uni, or, like, you actually did something, then, like, you would be relatable, and everyone would still relate to you, and instead, everyone hates you, so that's, like, me getting in my own head a lot recently, but, yeah, I would love to video, like, the Brits and stuff, but I don't want to, like, post content that no one gives a fuck about, and, like, just because it makes me happy, like, I, I don't know, I just feel like it's, Sometimes I just like I if I posted a video of me at the Brits and then I like look back and like see me like making a video when I was seventeen, redecorating my bedroom, like my, my bedroom, my family home. I'm like, oh, like what have you become? Shut up. But anyway, that's my current thought process. Getting as you can tell, I think from the whole podcast, like I'm just getting in my own head a lot. It's self sabotage time, but I'm gonna cut out, get out of it. <laughs> I promise. I'm I'm working on myself. I'm on my self-love journey. Once I've fallen in love with myself, it's over for you bitches. Just saying. Okay, guys, I'm gonna hop off now because I have some willies to draw. Did you forget about my drawing class? Because I didn't. It's been in the back of my head this whole time. I'm nervous. I don't know how it's gonna go down. I kind of don't want to go. Like, I'm kind of considering faking a sickie, but no, I'm just gonna do it. It's a good experience. Like, this is the kind of thing that, like, I need to start doing more of. Like, this is very much breakup behavior drawing willies standard procedure anyway i hope you enjoyed this podcast maybe you did maybe you didn't i kind of blacked out the whole time i don't really know what i said there's a lot going on in my brain at the minute it's kind of going into overdrive so just bear with me that whole podcast i'm really sorry that you have to go through that i don't even know what i just said anyway i'm overthinking what i just said in the podcast now so i'm gonna stop but i hope you enjoyed and i will see you in next week's podcast okay love you bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman. 